Okay, we're back here with uh, Miss Audrey Carter in her office um, at Zion Baptist Church um, in all of our community. And we just had a beautiful photo shoot, but we wanted to capture some more of her story. Um, in particular, Miss Audrey, um, sounds like there was a tragic event with your son. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what happened? Um, uh, about almost, almost three years now, um, my son was shot and killed uh, on June 9th, 2018, up uh, in the Darley Park area on, off of, uh, the name of the street is Germania, but it's like near Cliffview and Darley Avenue, intersecting off of Hoffer Road in that area. And um, so he was killed. He was, his name is Dwayne Cheeks. And uh, he was 38 years old, and uh, my one and only son. So I um, just said, just in in knowing the area, and I just started um, um, handing out um, flyers, handing out uh, door knockers with his picture on it, and the, and the, and the uh, you know what happened to him, um, to say there was a reward, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, in that uh, same area is where also I used to live as well, my, where my mom uh, lived right around the corner. So uh, then it became a bitter kind of sweet situation because I would have to go visit my mom, but at the same time drive past the area where he was shot and killed. Um, I am um, going to say uh, probably about two weeks after uh, the he was killed. We had a, like a memorial up there and so uh, put pictures, you know, around the lamppost of the area. Um, so I go up there every, probably every couple of weeks or so, kind of see how the pictures look and things like that and, or change them out, put balloons or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, or definitely on his birthday. Um, so I just... Do uh, you know what happened? Um, I, I know um, they said it was a large group of people that was out in the area at the time. It was like um, late in the morning, like you know, one, two o'clock or three o'clock or something. Yeah, something like that in the morning. But for whatever, it was summer night, I guess. And and, and a lot of pe they said a lot of people were out. And um, they said that um, uh, they were shooting dice or something. But I couldn't, you know, they can't say confirming whether he was doing it, but I do know they said that people were out there shooting dice or something, so I guess that's why the large crowd. But um, but for some reason, this is from the detectives that they said uh, um, they they think he was part of the shooting the dice, but then he went into a store, and then when he came out, something else happened, and then he went into the store again or something like that, and it was and then he was shot. You know, but they said he was shot, like running away or something. So I don't know if it was something happened or whatever. So of course I'm I'm saying to the detectives he couldn't have been shooting if he was going in a store and coming out of store and going in a store. So you can't definitively say that. So please don't say that. You know. So that's mm -hmm. kind of where we we came to that conclusion. But of course they say a lot of people were out, and of course they were saying nobody was uh, uh, knew anything or heard anything. So that's where I started handing out the flyers and things like that because they knew him, they knew me, and oddly enough, uh, a few of the young people who knew me from either working with them uh, at a rec center that I used to be at or helping them out in some kind of way in the community. 
um, they would share things with me about what they knew. And so I would send that information to the detectives. And of course, there was no follow-up. So I had to go through a series of calls with supervisors and things like that. And, and then probably about a year or so later, um, had this meeting with the supervisors and things about the progress of my son's case. And at this meeting, they shared with me, um, they have a person of interest, but they also doing some kind of federal investigation is what they were saying. And so, okay, you know, what does that mean? Okay, as long as you're working on it kind of thing. And, and at that point, I was asking for his property. And then mm. they sh uh, shared with me, you know, we have to hold on to everything until the investigation is op over because it's pending. So no problem, hold on to what you need. And then I'm going to say the next day or a few days after, uh, they texted me to say that they had destroyed some of his property, which was like really, really devastating. And so, of course, I'm uh, trying to process that. And it, I'm glad I was at work in front of children because I don't know, kind of, my mind frame was kind of, I had to kind of go in the bathroom, recompose myself, kind of thing. And so, after that, it became, you know, trying to write letters and things like that of how can it happen? when you know where I was, who it was, that kind of thing. And of course the, the, um, the uh, explanation or excuse was we couldn't, we sent you a letter, but it came back. I'm going, that doesn't make sense. Oh, and, and then they sent one, <laughs> they sent one to my son at his address. And I said, does that make sense that you know he's deceased, but you still sent a letter to him? <laughs> so of course those little little things like that so right now we are just processing um, um, still calling them every now and then um, what's the status and if nothing else you know even if they say the same thing or whatever I just want you to know that I'm still asking and so I'm hoping to receive some responses, and hopefully there'll be different responses or or something. Or how long can you keep a person of interest of interest, you know, and not proceed? And then if you have a person of interest and know this, you know, possibly that they've done it, regardless of what you're doing federally, um, I need you to do something regarding my son. So, um, so right now we're, you know, everything everything is kind of, you know, I'm just being patient and trying to get responses back of uh, his property and, and, you know, the investigation. Um, he has two sons, um, and uh, they're doing pretty good. Can you talk a little bit about how they remind you of your, your son and or kind of a little more about your son? Like, what was his personality like? Oh, my you know, goodness, he, my. Did you ever see anything like this? My, like, my was son he wrapped was, up in any kind of trouble, or was he... My son? Yeah. Yes. He was uh, so difficult sometimes. Okay. I'd say, but I tell, I tell mm -hmm. him, I learned from him pretty much everything from... I learned so much from him. But even with his uh, uh, hard-headedness, or if you want to call it that, or, or stubbornness and defiance, because I had... My mom was that influence on my mom or on, I mean, my sister and things like that was, oh, let him do this. And I go, no, 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 no. If we go to church, if my house goes to church, he goes to church. You know, so he's like, well, well I got to go to church. That is not, your, that's what you do in our home. Or, um, you know, why are you making him clean up? Well, wait, mom, 
this is what you taught me. So I'm mm -hmm. teaching him. And so, of course, and he was the baby grandson. So, you know, mm -hmm. so and then my sister, she just wanted to that control thing. And so you had that mentality, the, the split mentality. And uh, and even though um, uh, I was mom and I, I kind of look young. And so everybody was like, you know, well, she's just young and she don't know what to do. I'm going, no. I know he's supposed to go to school, and he's going to go to school, and he's going to do this, and he's going to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, of course, there was that, that influence of mom or grandma kind of, you know, if I don't do it, then she'll do it. I'm thinking, no, you're teaching him not to listen to me, mm -hmm. and I'm not telling him anything that's different. So he, he was really difficult, um, I'm going to say, once he turned 13. So when he was 12, 364 days, great. That... 13, it was like, what happened? But I would I would always say, you know, um, every day you get up, it's another day to get it right, you know, because of the, you know, just making bad choices, you know, so he was in jail, things like that, and I go, you know what, it's just bad choices, you know, sometimes you got to stay away from people and not do things or, you know, and I, I always would say to him about, um, you're like having a million bucks in the bank. You, you, you got a million dollars in the bank, but you lost your access code. You know, and I say, I'm here for you. It doesn't matter what you do, where you're going, whatever it is. I'm here for you, you know. So all you have to do is, is come, mom. Or you just say, mom, I need you. Mom, help, whatever, mom. Or just say, mom, in a certain way. Like, you know, when your child, you know, sometimes my mom used to tell me, come past her house every three days. Every three like, not call her, come past. Because I would go on the phone, I'm good, I'm okay. Yeah. But when I came past the house, you go, no, you're not. Mm. Sit down here, talk she to me. You know? you yeah. Like mm -hmm. yeah, so I would, I would say that to him. But, of course, you know, he's trying to be his own man. And, I, you know, of course, I tell him, hey, you're doing the best you can, whatever. But I know you can do better. Let's do better. Why? Because who you came from. You came from me, and you came from me, you know, and, and kind of just do the heritage kind of thing. Mm. You know, say, who do you represent? Me, who you represent, God. Okay, then let's let's act like it. You know, you ain't come from no bad home and whatever. You know, when people say, uh, well, or he'll say, I have to do this, Mom. I go, no, you didn't. No, you don't. You make just bad choices. You know, or people say, well, he's a good guy. And, you know, I know he gets upset. And what I go, I know he is. I know he is. He didn't come from a drug home or alcoholic home or defiant home or a fussing home. Or what. I said he didn't come from that. He chose to involve himself in people like that. You know, that's and it. so mm -hmm. that's what it is. But I'm going to say my older grandson, the 15 year old, looks exactly like him, like exactly like him. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he you can feel his demeanor when he's upset a little bit like him. But I'm going to say I could say fix it or I could say, who are you or something trigger his mind back. And he goes into a more spiritual mode, mm -hmm. you know, so. What, for my son, my son, I believe, had hypertension, so he was always constantly, whatever. And and he would always, he would say things like, Mom, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. I don't know, you know, or, or uh, I'm, what did he say? I'm not your son or something. Like, you sure I'm your son? Because I'm not like you. And I go, it's okay. I'm, remember, I'm older. I handle things differently. I see things. I know things. All right, just calm down. Just calm mm -hmm. down. But he could just never get there. And he always thought it was, uh, I'm letting people do stuff. And I go, no, no, I just don't choose not to get loud or whatever. Mm -hmm. I choose to call a supervisor or 
do it this way or walk away, you know. And so his, his older son, similar to, to that kind of, you know, I'm going to handle things, but I'll go, no, thank you. How do we handle things? How do we fix mm-hmm. things? We don't disrespect. We don't do this or whatever, you know. But he will say if somebody bothers me, he'll go, no, no, don't be out there talking to people. And if they disrespect you, then I'm going to have to do something. And I go, mm-hmm. no, it's it's okay. Yeah, but and uh, um, your son's father, was he a part of his not really, not really. Uh, he did come to his service and whatever, but uh, not really, um, because he was uh, he, he was into uh, more drinking and things. And and uh, this is what I share with my grandson all the time when uh, he says, "Well, no, no, you know, this is what happened in my home or whatever." And I go, "Just because it's in your home doesn't necessarily mean you need to do it." Because I came from a home where some people were doing things that they weren't. And, you know, I say it's probably maybe a God thing. I don't know. But there's also some choices. Mm-hmm. And I chose not to do certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but oh, this is what it was. We were in the car, and he said, Nana, um, Nana, I appreciate you. And I went, oh, that's nice. Thank you. I said, because, I said you know, I appreciate you, too. Um, you're a great guy. And I said, you know why? And this was, I said, because... When you say you're going to do something or not do something, you stick to your word. And that was something my son did. Um, he could be doing whatever, but I could ask him, and he would not lie to me. Mm-hmm. Or I would no- kind of sense that he didn't. You know, he would, he would, he would truly be mm-hmm. um, honest with me. And I believe his sons knew that about, I'm going to say about us, mm-hmm. that when we say we're going to do something for him, he, they would know, but so that's I believe that's why we have such a a strong relationship. So, you know, so. But um, well, yeah. I have a couple other questions about kind of the story of your son. Um, one is, you were talking a little bit about how um, you want to help other women with the grieving process. Mm-hmm. So, can you talk a, a little bit about how you? handled it and how you grieved and what you feel like would be helpful for other uh, moms. Maybe well, I'm definitely going to say my faith. So when I share or when I was going out and handing the flyers and people would say, you know, I lost my son or I lost my cousin or whatever. And I go, okay, well, you know, this is what I'm doing now to try to figure out what's going on, hand out door knockers and whatever. But if you need some help, just call me or whatever. And, or they see me in the community, things like that. Um, so for the most part, it's just like saying I'm here or, um, I know, uh, this is so crazy because my very, very, very best friend and, um, she also lost her daughter, mm-hmm. my very, very best friend. Like we've been praying for years for about 30 years now, been praying on and off for about 30 years. I lost my son June 9th. She lost her daughter June 11th or 12th. Mm-hmm. Crazy crazy so of course we have been praying and getting you know so the faith helped and and um, I'm supporting her and so we we uh, we have this prayer line now on Fridays at uh, five o'clock now that you know we kind of pray with each other and invite anybody else that might want to come on board but for the most part I just kind of go in the community because I do a lot of stuff in the community mm-hmm. and so when I find uh, people have lost someone, not necessarily a child, but just have lost someone. I kind of, 
you know, hey, how you doing kind of thing to kind of gauge, I'm going to say that, and then just share with them, um, you know what, you, we, I don't know how you grieve or how you lost, but I'm just here. Hmm. I'm just here. If I got to stand here with you, if, I gotta, if you want me to call you, if you don't want me to call you, if you just want me to know, if you want me to drop a letter in your door, whatever you want me to do, if you mm -hmm. want me, you know, I'm here. I'm here because I don't know. I just know I pray. I just know I go and talk to people. I just know, um, like, um, uh, I'm going to say after we did the prayer vigil and I was out doing the door knockers, I would see young people in the community and, and they recognize me. Hey, Miss Audrey or hey, Sister Audrey, whichever one. And I go, hi, how y'all doing? Whatever. And I said, I'm just handing these out, you know, and they go, you know, who is this? I go, that was my son. And they go, that was your son. And I go, yeah. So now I want you to match the face. Yeah, that was my son, mm -hmm. you know, and whether you did it or not, if you know who did it, because you already know what I did for you. All I'm asking is an anonymous number on the back, mm -hmm. you know, and of course they would kind of give me um, names or certain, you know, things like that. And I go, just call the number or either they give me a name and I give it to them. And so um, I do a lot of prayer, you know, and do. And then again, I'm honestly just helping people and doing things for people. Right. That kind of gives me that, you know what? Death is a part of life, mm -hmm. and I'm grateful I had him, mm -hmm. grateful for everything we went through, grateful because I know with everything he went through, he was trying to be a man, but he was just not listening. And that's why I say you had a million bucks, mm -hmm. but you didn't, you, you lost the access to, to just say, hey, mom, you want to, like, I can do this. I'm doing this. And then, you know, when things happen, it's like, oh, mom, I need your help. Like, no, I need, I'm, I'm trying to teach you before things happen. Mm -hmm. Try to, you know, but my, my older grandson, he picks up on things. So I'll say, if you're in this kind of situation, do this and don't do this or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, stop. And go, I know, no, no, mm -hmm. I got you, no, no, whatever. And, you know, mm -hmm. I, um, of course I pray for him all the time, but, um, but so far, you know, yeah. My so last, I told him I'm proud of him. My yeah. last question for now, and you're welcome to share anything else, is just like moving forward. It sounds like um, you want some peace with the justice process. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that? Yeah. Or you say yeah. it in your own words. Yeah. It's like what? No, <laughs> no yeah. justice, no peace. Yeah. No justice. No <laughs> um, what when kind of just in um what do you want to see happen i guess is kind of the question i want them to honestly investigate like they're supposed to because again i've shared with the investigative supervisor and state's attorneys and all those people that if this were your loved one what would you want somebody to do for you you would really want them to search um they even shared with me uh, Miss Carter, we don't want you out there doing handing out the flyers and talking to anybody because that might put you in danger. And I share with them, well, if you're not going to do it, that's why I'm doing it. And if I can't do it for my son, then who is? Mm -hmm. So, you know, and so of course they go, well, you understand? I said, so I can text you, let you know when I'm going out, and maybe y'all can go with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Right. You know, and so of course they 
they give whatever spiel. You yeah, know. what are their, there's excuses around. It like, is, yeah, like it is. They have a process for doing things, or they mm -hmm. are. Yeah, person of interest. Um, if you go out there and share something with somebody, then it's tainted information, da da da. And I say, well, I've texted you or given you information regarding people's names through the hotline, through the this uh, crime stopper thing. Because, okay. you know, I just showed you. Because. Uh, these are the things I've handed out, postcards, mm -hmm. one year, mm -hmm. and with information, the door knockers with information, wow, um, and then, you know, these flyers here. And, uh, and you know, uh, I say I don't know if people have called in on the hotline, but I do know people have given me names and information, and I've called in on the hotline. I've texted, uh, put the complaint in kind of thing, and, um, wow. you know, I haven't heard anything, so... Man, keep praying, keep hoping, you know, people will do the right thing eventually, or, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, I say to myself sometimes, stop, mm -hmm. stop, and because you don't know if you're inter interfering and with investigation or whatever, but I go, I don't know. You have to do something. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is what you know to do, and this is yeah. also your way of continuing to acknowledge that you see people and you see what's happening and you want them to see you and see your son you know and remember that like we can't let this keep happening either exactly right? exactly and uh it's like i tell parents all the time or anybody it's like you keep calling them and keep calling them and keep calling them and keep calling them until they they give you answers or mm -hmm. uh, have you understand um uh, or have them understand that you lost someone mm -hmm. You know, um, what did I have on there? But um, it's something about nobody can take a life but God. You know, yeah, that's on the, on the door yeah. Yeah. yeah, nobody, nobody can take a life but God. So, yeah. you know, just do the right thing. So, okay. So, well, thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thank and, you. Um,